Welcome to our Brave Feminine Leadership Podcast. I am so excited today to have Tracy Halstones with me. Tracy is the General Manager of Roadside Services for RACWA. Tracy, it's wonderful to have you here. Thanks, Melissa. It's uh, fantastic to be here talking to you. So um, I was lucky to meet Tracy 11 years ago when actually we had the chance to work together. And then we reconnected a couple of years ago when Tracy came through um, our signature mastermind program. Tracy, it is so lovely to reconnect with you. Before we do anything else, can I ask you to just elaborate a little bit on sort of who you are for our audience? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm... Um from Scotland so you'll probably pick that up during uh, during the interview and um, I've been in Australia for just over 11 years so I have um, two wonderful adult children who came to Australia with us at quite you know difficult times of uh, teenage teenage years um, I have been married I'm going to celebrate 30 years of marriage this year to Gary really together since um, you know since we left school um, and I'm also, when people ask, who are you? So I, I come from a very small village in Scotland. Um, I had a mum who was an absolute role model for me. Um, and I think about my role as a mother myself, um, as a sister, as, as, a, as an aunt, um, as a really good friend to people, and also as, as a really strong female leader as well. Brilliant. And Tracy, I always remember a really, what I thought was a really brave story, even when we first met, which was sort of upping and moving your whole family at yeah. the time. Can I ask you to just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have a sister that lives in Australia and we had considered moving to Australia years and years ago and for a number of reasons it wasn't the right thing for us to do. So I went on and I had, we had a great life in Scotland and I had a fantastic job in Scotland that I loved and, and I worked really hard and I worked really long, long hours. Um, and then one day I was in a traffic accident and it really could have been, you know, it, it could have been the finish because it was a really bad one. But luckily enough, um, both of us walked away with no, no injuries and my life kind of just flashed by in an instant. And that probably that couple of weeks after that, I started to think about me as a person and I was given so much to work. And I thought, you know, work would have been devastated if if I had been killed in that accident. Um, and, and they would have been devastated and they would have moved on and get someone else to do their own. And I would have left a, a family and a whole life um, behind that I hadn't done nearly enough with. So I got to the stage to think there has to be more to life than just working constantly. And that's what I did back in Scotland. And that's when I thought, right, let's let's go for this. Let's let's see if we can get into Australia and, and move out as a family. And I spoke to Gary and, and the kids, and the kids at the time were 14 and, and 16. So we went, right, let's let's just give it a go. Let's see how, you know, see how it goes. So we came out to Australia with no jobs, no house, no schools for the kids. Wow. I had a sister here who was really supportive and you know, and we moved in with her for a few months and we all had to start from, from scratch again. Um, and it was a really daunting time. It was a really difficult time. And whilst we loved it and we, you know, it was really great when we look back, we think, oh my goodness, if people would say to us, 
this is what the next three years are going to look like. We might have said, you know what, we'll just stay here and, and make the best of what we've got. But, but we didn't, Melissa. We we worked hard um, and it affected us all in, in different ways. But it has been such a roller coaster, but so exciting. Um, and, and the right thing to do because it has given all of us a much better balance in life between, you know, we all work and we all work hard, but we all have great family downtime um, that we spend together. And whilst we miss family and friends back home, we're fortunate enough to have them come to us or, or us go to them. So, yeah, it's been tough, um, but it's been the right the right thing, the right thing for us as a family and, and for me also. And I always uh, remembered you um, from that time that we worked together 11 years ago as a really strong people leader. And yeah. you were leading three or 400 people, I think, yeah. at the time by memory. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And I know we were devastated when you left to go and pursue, yeah. you know, bigger, bigger and better sort of things ahead for you. But Tracy, I'd love to just ask, um, you know, we reconnected because you reached out yeah. to join our program. What was that all about? What was going on for you at the time that that happened? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I had been with um, the REC that I currently work with and I'd been there for probably about six years and um, again I know we say very fortunate well, and a lot of females say very fortunate to be given the opportunity but actually you know we map out our own opportunities and, and we get these opportunities because we're really good at what we do so I had some fantastic opportunities at um, REC and I was in a position I was always in operational leadership roles and um Working with my manager, we had identified some gaps where I needed to spend a bit more time being more strategic. So learning about what you need to, you know, the skills you need to be a really good strategic leader. So I had been doing that for over a year and, and really enjoyed it. A lot of learning along the way. Um, and it was about, just about a year after I had started, um, I really started to miss, you know, that leadership and the leading people side of it. And then I was sort of looking around at the other people leadership roles we have in the organisation um, and starting to think, actually, can I do those roles? Are they a step too far? Do I have the skills and the ability to be able to take on these, these bigger roles? So I'm starting to question um, whether or not I had peaked. Now, when you think I'm early 50s, female leader, what other opportunities are out there? You know, what else, can, what else can I do? What if I get the skills and, um, to be able to, to do and to be successful at what I do? So I was starting to think I peaked and, and then my manager spoke to me and, and he spoke to me about his career succession plan. So my manager's in charge of all of motoring and home services across RAC. And when he spoke to me about, you know, I would like to put you as part of my career succession plan, um, how would you feel about that? So I think I had a sort of deep breath and went, yeah, absolutely. I would love to do that. And he was like, great, that's fantastic. We'll work towards that. And, and then I walked out of the office and I thought, oh my, God, oh, my God, what have I just said? What have I done? Who am I kidding? There is absolutely no way I have the skills to be able to lead at that level. Um, it is quite a meal, as you can imagine. It's roadside, it's auto services. Um, it is quite a male-dominated um, workforce. 
And I thought, they're going to be able to see right through me. I'm not going to be able to fake it with them. Um, I was also thinking about the fact that there, there, was, there haven't been too many female leaders in these roles. Yes. And I was also thinking, you know, I'll be the first female leader that makes it all go wrong, that fails at what they, you know, that, what yes. they do. Yeah. But I really, I, I really did want to panic mode um, and thought, you know, what am I going to do? Um, and that's when I thought, actually, I've got two choices. I either go into panic mode and continue to panic and hope to God that I never actually get asked to do this role or actually do something about it. Um, and, and that's when I reached out to you because I had been uh, following some of the podcasts that you had been doing and, and some of the posts. And I thought, oh, that's, you know, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I could relate to a lot of the podcasts that I was listening to. I could relate to what you were saying in the posts that you were putting out. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to reach out to Melissa. And obviously, you know, you say a bit delighted to be working with me. I was absolutely delighted and loved our time together, which, and I felt confident knowing how much I respected you as a leader and as a CEO of our company. I thought, oh, I hope Melissa doesn't mind, but I'm going to reach out because I need some help and, and I think I can get it from, from you. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was so lovely to hear from you at that point in time. So it's interesting, Trace, because when I think about it, there was that panic going on, but yeah. I think also deep down there was this that's kind of exciting and I I would yeah. love to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when he says, you know, would you be interested? Absolutely, yes. The excitement bit and then it was the reality. It was like, oh, my oh my goodness, yeah. do I have the skills to be able to do this job successfully and, and make sure that I can continue to build this business and there's so many people, and then it, you know, there's so many people relying on me. If I had to be put in that position, I need to be at the best I can be to be able to do it right. So you have stepped up into a, um, or you, you've been promoted since, yes. since we spent the time together, which is absolutely brilliant, into the role that we introduced at the start. What was it that changed some of your thinking about this sort of next career step for you, Trace? Yeah, there was, there was a, a whole heap of things. I know I can't go into everything, so I'll just sort of focus on a couple of the key top priority um, ones. So I think one of the key ones was um, as I was working through what I wanted to do and you know what the next role would be as I was looking towards my boss's boss's role, um, I was never really clear to my boss around my thoughts, my feelings, my strengths and what I could bring to the role. I was sitting there going, why don't you see this? Why don't you see that I'm ready? Why, you know, why am I still waiting? Um, and one of the things that we talked about was be, you know, be clear around what it is that you want. You know, be clear on what your unique statement is. What unique qualities can you bring to the role, and actually share that with them. And that was really a, you know, a turning point for me when because I was worried about sharing that. And then I sat down with my boss and said, "Here's how I feel. Here's what I want to do. This is what I am passionate about, and here's what I can bring to this role. So I really want within the next six to twelve months to be in this type of position." And, um, you know, I, I would love for you to help me do achieve that, which you have been doing. Um, but I need you to know that I'm quite clear myself now on what I need to, what I want to achieve and what I want to do. So that was the first thing. You know, the second thing was about changing my lifestyle. And, and for Brave Feminine Leadership, I came on board thinking, I want some skills that will help me to be a better leader. 
and was quite sort of taken aback when you sort of then asked me to look into my whole life, my whole lifestyle, every aspect of my life, um, to make sure that I was focused in the right areas so that I could bring my best self to, to the role each and every day. So I did a lot of changes around my whole lifestyle. So started reading more, had me time, had downtime, um, started to get things things in order from a lifestyle perspective. So that was a, a big change. And then another one was, and, and we all know this, particularly for females, we have a lot of these thoughts, these negative limiting beliefs that come into our head a lot. Um, so another thing was around, you know, the techniques and how I can move those limiting thoughts on and focus on the strengths that I have that I can bring to the roles that I then decide to go on and do. So a lot more confident in my abilities and um, a lot clearer on my goals and aspirations. And then all around a lot healthier in me as a person and, and you know, what I brought to my work life, my personal life, my family life. I love that you brought that up because I know we spend a lot of time talking about the fact that um, you can't be a leader in isolation. You know, Absolutely. You can't get to the office and turn the leader on. Um, yeah. You know, you bring all those other things with you. So I think you've absolutely identified the, you know, the crux of um, of what some of those changes are. I, um, you know, I'd love to for you to reflect, Tracy, on now that you're in the role, yeah. are there things about being in the role that have surprised you? Like what's your reflection on actually being in the role? Yeah, Um I think going back, as we all know, into operational roles, and particularly when I think I was in a strategic role where you had the time to think and plan, plan a lot more, um, and then moving into a very fast-paced operational role, and you've got all these plans that I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to be, you know, strict with myself and strict with others around my time to make sure that I am focusing on. Um, the you know the key the key parts of the business the key initiatives how to get the best out of people and um, you know coming into the role with a lot of different things happening it, you know right away it was quite overwhelming mm. and it was oh my goodness how how do I manage how do I manage all this um, and I then had to take it a step a step back and go hold on a second just think about all the things that you've learned over the last 12 months as part of the Brave Feminine Leadership Program and work out how's the best way to manage this situation that you're in. And a lot of it was, um, don't expect yourself to know everything. Right. Yes. You've just come into this role, you're new to it, you've got a team of people around you that, that know what they're doing, so trust that they know what they're doing and let them get on with it. Mm. Have the confidence to be able to put your hand up and say, I actually don't know the answer to this. Yep. So team, come and talk to me about about what this what we should be doing here. Come, let's discuss the problem. I absolutely want to learn from you. Let's discuss the problem and see what we can do together. So I went from being quite overwhelmed and thinking, you should know more. You should know more than the team are looking up to you to actually opening up to them and saying, you are the expert. I'm the new. I'm the new person here. I can. I'll bring a lot of skills to this role, and I'll bring a lot of qualities, and and um, I'll be able to work and help you. But but I don't know all, and you do. But as a team, we're going to be able to do this. Do this together. So that for me was the 
you know, the surprise and the being overwhelmed too, right? Just take stock, share the problem with, you know, share the problem with the team and let's look at how you can, you can work in this together. So, Trace, for anyone who is where you were, so who's got that sort of excitement about a potential um, promotion but is questioning themselves um, at the time, what would your tips be to someone yeah. in that place? And Melissa, I have spoke to lots of female people in similar positions, you know, already about this. And and the sad thing is, I certainly, you know, was I'm not alone. wasn't alone, and I'm not alone in feeling the way that I I felt. Um, and I know that through speaking to lots of different females. So for me, it's take a bit of time out if you are thinking. Just take a bit of time to reflect. Think back of who you are and what you've achieved in your life. You didn't get to where you've got to. By not having something magnificent about you but so take a bit of time and reflect take a bit of time to think about um what you want not what you think you can't get what do you want be clear on what you want mm-hmm. and and if you can do that yourself and take the time and reflect and put in place actions to get you to where you need to be then fantastic but if you can, if you're still struggling to think, oh, no, def, you know, I'm still not sure about this. I'm still having these negative thoughts. Um, I'm still not sure how to move forward. Then reach out. I, and Brave Feminine Leadership Program is one that I talk about to lots of people because it's it's getting like-minded people together to share how they're feeling, share their, you know, their experiences, share what they're doing. Um, so it's a very supportive um, supportive environment. Um, it lets you be yourself um, and it absolutely gives you hints and tips on how to just move move yourself forward. Grace, is there one habit that you made a decision to start when we were working together that is still core to what you do? Yeah, I think for me it was around the limiting beliefs so what are the things I used to think about? Um, I'm not clever enough. Yeah. I, I never went to university, so I've always had that. I don't have a degree. I'm not as clever as the rest of the people in the room. Um, if if I'm if I deserve something, someone will come and give me it. Don't ask. You're not that's you know it's not polite to put yourself forward. It's, it's don't ask. Um, one of the questions you asked me at the beginning was, are you ambitious? And I, absolutely not. I would hate for somebody to think I'm ambitious. Do you know what? I actually am ambitious. Oh, Trace, so I love that. I remember that conversation. <laughs> absolutely. So for me, it's around, I am much more confident in me as a person and as a leader. I'm also confident in the fact that I don't know everything. Yes. And I'm okay with that. And sometimes I'll get things wrong and I'm okay with that. What I do know is I, I will continue to learn. I will continue to work with people. Um, I'll continue to listen. Um, and I'll continue to grow and be a really, a really good leader. Um, and I'm okay with the bits that are not just quite perfect. You know I ask everyone this question. What does brave feminine leadership mean to you? Yeah. That's, um, I've always wanted to really answer that one, um, particularly when I watch your podcast and you ask people at the end and I always wait for their response to go, like, what are they going to say? Um, and for me, being a brave feminine leadership, brave feminine leadership is all about embracing who you are and what you are and the, the unique qualities you bring to the leadership role in being a female. Mm-hmm. It's about 
having the courage to be authentic and also the having the confidence in knowing that being um, empathetic, being compassionate, being collaborative are really strong leadership skills that will make you a fantastic leader. Um, so that's right. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, and there will be people leaning forward wanting to hear your response to that. So, you know, you've always been an incredibly engaging people leader. Um, and I know there'll be lots of people who are lucky to have that chance of working closely with you now. One of the things you said along the way that sort of really struck me was about you didn't get to where you are without this being something magnificent about you. Yeah. Lucy Housestones, that's right. There is something magnificent <laughs> about you. Thank you so much for joining the conversation. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you so much for listening to our Brave Feminine Leadership podcast today. As Tracy and I shared, you know, there are so many people who can resonate with what Tracy said and understand that feeling about, you know, feeling excited about potential of an opportunity in front of you. Uh, but maybe there's a little bit of self-doubt getting in the way. If you would like to take the next step and just understand what we do, you can visit our website at www.bravefeminineleadership.com. And if you look for our courses, you'll find all the details. Details. Tracy was part of our Elevate and Influence Mastermind. Have a wonderful day.